Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live.
Some power came with the bell.
Power, peace and power, people. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. What people do for money, what people do to win. It's on point radio again. Show host Mr. Controversy, aka Mr. On Point with the round table of hosts. We got Mr. I can't believe he said that in the building. Yes, sir. What's the deal? Peace and power, King. Peace and power, King. What's going on? We got DJ Chill in the building. Yeah. Uh, uh, damn, Rasty. <laughs> What's going on, man? Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. Tonight, you're talking about winning. How far will you go? What's too far? And why do people go the extra mile in the left just to win? I mean, what are y'all thoughts on that? Like, you know, um, I was I was I was asked today if I would uh, coach. Um, I mean, if I would be the guest speaker at the little football team that I coach at the banquet this year, but you know, I took a year off. I took this year off, and they're winning this year. You know what I'm saying? But 
you know, as a 14 and under league, and they have a few 16-year-olds playing. Uh, so I, I'm kind of at odds with this decision because I know what I know, and what do I have if I speak? I might speak early, like, you know, about character, about integrity. And somebody told me that they is like, well, maybe that's what they need to hear. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, how far are people willing to go to win? Somebody kid could get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you do go to Florida and they check for birth certificates and all of that, then what do you do? If you ever get aired out and found out, now you disqualified. What do you do then? You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know, man. What do people, how far do y'all think people willing to go just to win? Well, in every, every sport has been like that. You know what I mean? You remember when we was young boys, everybody had a ringer. You know, a ringer or two on a squad, but if they win it now because you know that in fact they got a ringer on there, I, I that's just me. I can't do that. You know, I try to make it the playing field as even as possible. You know, sixteen. You you figure sixteen year olds now. Some of these sixteen year olds look like grown men, right? Now, if you got a kid that's as big as a grown man and you got a 14-year-old kid that's truly 14, he might be, he might be a skinny 14, all right? But you got, a, you got a 16-year-old pretending to be 14, but he a grown man size. He can hurt that kid. Right. You know what I mean? Right. How you want, you know, and as a parent and having children, you wouldn't want your child hurt. And then you come to find out that this wasn't a kid. This this damn near grown man. He's not even supposed to be playing in this league. And then when you're that, if you're if you're 16, two years removed from 14 and under, what kind of person are you that you want to play with somebody you know you can dominate? My whole thing was exactly. I wanted to play with. I wanted to play against. All right, if I was 16, I wanted to play in the 18 and over league just to see how good I think right. I am. You know what I mean? I want to go up against uh, more competition to see if I can do the same thing to them that I'm doing to my age group. That's just me. I, right. I, want, to, I want to do better because if, if I'm going to sit up here and I'm going to play with lesser competition, what am I really proving? But to me personally, I ain't pretty yeah. proving nothing. But see, here's the thing. You know, like I know our sports, but they want that chip. Is it chip? Is it that? And and you know what? When I think about it and I look at people like LeBron James, who went from team to team to chase a chip, and these kids are looking up to this dude, he don't get respect from me. You didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, this is why I call him overrated. You didn't win. You went to teams who already had ballers and who already had a chip under their belt before you got there. You know what I mean, you didn't win. Then when you went back to your city, it wasn't about you winning. That was about politics to me. You did not win. But when the children are looking at this, 
they're thinking that's okay to do. See, this is where integrity gets lost. You know what I'm saying? This is when respect gets lost. This is when passion gets lost. It ain't about... Now, let me ask you this. We have a lady on our Lady T, our, our, our host. Let me ask you this as a woman perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you think that character and integrity and respect get lost when it comes to winning, when, it, when it's just all about winning? Do you think those things get compromised? Or do you think you can still win, you know, by any means necessary and still have your integrity, your respect, and, you know, your honor and all that still intact? (laughs) That was like an oxymoron. Like, can you win and have integrity but still do by any means necessary? (laughs) Is that a trick question? Uh, Absolutely. Nah. But, yeah, nah, that's the real oxymoron. So I will say that um, I don't think that. I think that when – um, there is no purpose to, you know, gain a lesson or, you know, do it because I got this skill and I just want to show off my my abilities. And, you know, winning definitely comes into play. Of course, you want that satisfaction and that, um, you know, affirmation that you, th- the work that you put forth comes with a reward. So, you know, winning is just a reward, but also for people who stay humble and still maintain, you know, character and, you know, um, you know, personality. Um, I think that those people, you know, even though they feel a little bitter, feel a little down, it just pushes them to want to do better to get that winning award. You know what I mean? And some people are satisfied with just, you know, maybe the win for a person is, yo, that last time I wasn't able to cross this dude over or the last time I wasn't able to, you know, make him fall or do a touchdown on this, that, and the third person. So sometimes winning is about you know, gaining the expertise in a certain area of a game as opposed to being like, oh, I won. You know what I mean? So do I think that you could still gain or have the basic fundamentals of, you know, character and all that good stuff and do by any means necessary? Absolutely not. No, sir. I'm glad you said (laughs) that because uh, this thing – who asked me to be the guest speaker at the banquet this year, which is my former team. I took this year off. And uh-huh. we were losing the last two or three years. You know what I mean? But we were always playing undersized and underage in the league we were in because we didn't have the players. So we were making teams. We would have, you know, uh, 90-pound players playing, you know, uh, 125 because we were trying to make a team. We already set them up for failure. And that's where I've seen it going wrong. This is why I, I decided to take a year off this year because that weighed heavily on my conscience because I knew I shouldn't have had 12-year-olds playing with, you know, 14-year-olds, you know, 11-year-olds playing with 14-year-olds. That was a health risk for me. The parents was okay with it because, you know, their, their child wanted to play. And them kids played their heart out for me last year. You know what I mean? And my thing was I told them, you're winners. I mean, we already know we're undersized. We already know we're underage. We already know we're out next. But they went out there and they laid it on the field anyway and played their hearts out. And they did a damn good job. So, like I told them, winning for me was watching y'all come out here who never played before, and by the end of the season, you know your position, you know where to go, you know what to do. That's winning to me because it's about the skills and fundamentals at at that age. It shouldn't be just about winning. But now with the hype of Florida and all of that stuff, 
everybody does anything to win to go to Florida. Like, buy a damn plane ticket and just, you know, get a group get a group deal or group package as a team and just visit Florida. Like, really? Florida? For what? So, well, you know, that's the big thing now in Pop Warner football. You know, when you win okay. and you beat the other players, you know, you go to Florida and you play against teams in other states. You know gotcha. what I mean? Um, so this is what they do now. So now by any means necessary, they keep the beat. But here's the thing. A lot of it is not about the, 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 the children. It's about the goddamn coaches who want to make a name for themselves, who want to go to Florida, who want to create a resume so they can go to coach uh, high school, you know what I mean, or the next level, or, or just to have bragging rights. It's not about the children. So how far do we go to win? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I children. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead go. I have a story that, you know, you have reminded me of. Um, I teach dance to youth in um, the inner city community, and then I would start to do some in um, a church. So um, this one church I have been affiliated with because I was raised in it or what have you, and, I, you know, these girls came from off the street, whatever, wherever they came from, but they had a passion to dance, and they had not had, you know, X amount of years, so many to feel as if they were, you know, it. And they never really had an insecurity until we had an event at the um, church and um, somebody had bought some outside dancers to the establishment. Now, um, these girls were twirling, baton. I mean, they had everything. I couldn't even believe that these people were doing the same thing at the same time. I was amazed, you know what I mean, which was awesome. They were older kids, you know, whatever. Um, My kids started to feel insecure. Now, mind you, my girls were the bomb. And I'm not just saying that because I was the instructor, but I felt like they were awesome because they didn't have that background um, experience. And they came in and they danced their heart out. So prior to them getting up on the stage, the other group had gone up. And, I mean, people were like, wow, and ooh, and ah. Now, if you know anything about the religious practice, you know, if it comes to praise dance, it's not to go up there and perform to you, ooh, and ah, but it's a ministry. So you're going up there to do a service to, you know, allow people to engage in a different way. So like I said, my girls were very, you know, insecure, was all head their head down, didn't want to go up and perform. I snapped. Because, first of all, we had practiced our behind off. And I just told them, like, first of all, you know, that's that's not what we do. We've never been in competition with anybody. You know, we always just understood that this was a gift that we had, and we wanted to expose it to the best of our ability, you know what I mean, regardless of uh, anybody else's expertise. So um, I, you know, kind of yelled at them a little bit and gave them a, an aggressive pep talk, man, they shocked the crap out of me after that. Like, to know, like, I let them know, like, y'all are awesome. You know what I mean? I let them know what their strengths were. And like you said, at a young age, it's important for you to give, you know, praise even, you know, in a traditional what it would be a fail, you know, or a loss, you know, because it builds confidence in different areas as opposed to just a win and lose. And so um, the moral of the story is the girls went up there, and, I mean, they danced to where people, I mean, they were like, I mean, they felt, they gave me goosebumps. I forgot I, I taught the dance. It was so amazing. And, you know what I mean, heartfelt because I told them how, you know, what they had possessed outside of, you know, coming in here and twirling this, that, and the third and doing backflips and all of that. I'm like, y'all got passion in your heart. 
you know what I mean, and don't ever lose sight of that because you'll always be chasing a win as opposed to the next goal that you need to achieve in your expertise, you know what I mean? So I agree with what you were saying in regards to your boys. I can understand that, you know, for my girls too. Right, and and DJ Chell, I'm a, I'm gonna ask you this because you know, what you you were around when I was coaching girls basketball, Duckley, you know, middle school, I was coaching girls basketball, and you know when I introduced it to the girls at the school elementary level, you know, sixth to eighth grade, um, they uh, <clears throat> we were losing, getting blown out. I'm talking about sixty five to six, like we were horrible. We were the laughing stock. You know what I mean? And that last year, so for three years, we were just, the, the, the third year, we might have won a game or two. And one of them might have been by a forfeit, but they were happy just to have a win. You know what I mean? Because, you know, losing does break a spirit. It, it does bring about, a, it does down the spirit and break a character. It can. You know what I mean? If it's not coached up and it's not, you know, spoke about. You know what I mean? If you just say, all right, we just lost, it's all right. Just meet me back at practice tomorrow. Now, you know what I'm saying? And I, that's never been me. But that fourth year, we went 13 and 0. Till everybody was blowing cats out because that same core of girls stayed together each year. That's something that my football team didn't have after my first two years. You know what I mean? My first year, we, we, we missed the playoffs by a game, but we were handling our business. The second year, we went to the playoffs. And then after that, we started, you know, our organization started breaking up people going to other teams and the whole nine, and we got smaller. We started getting all these new players who didn't know the game, you know what I mean? So we were we were losing, you know what I mean? So this year they're winning, you know what I mean? And that year when I was coaching the girls' basketball team, we went 13-0. You know, I went and I made them shirts that had the big basketball on the front with our school name in it. They had their number on their sleeves, like long sleeve tees. Like we was going to the games in uniform. They had warm up shirts, and and, it, and and I did that because to me they earned that. For three years you were losing. This year you finally showed me you got it, and you put it together, and you went out. They still played their heart out, losing or not. You know what I mean? But they knew it felt good for them to win. And we did it honestly. We didn't have ringers. We couldn't because, you know, you had to prove, first of all, you went to the school, you were in the grades, you were in, you know, it was rules. You had to prove who you were. So we couldn't just bring somebody off the street to play in the game. You know what I mean? But that last year, we lost in the playoffs the first round because we got big-headed. They started feeling like they didn't have to focus on the way to the playoffs. They had to Walkman's on, they throwing stuff with each other on the bus. Didn't take it serious. And they saw what it was hitting for. Now, the moral of the story is some of these girls went on to play high school, I mean, college basketball now. You know what I mean? Some of them didn't. But they knew what it was like to lose, and it felt better when they won. Now, this football team, they're feeling good that they're winning. But DJ Chill. How would you take that if they called and asked you to be the guest speaker knowing you were the coach for the last few years and they were losing and this year they're winning and you know why they're winning? How would you take that? Would you take, would you agree to being the speaker for the banquet?
DJ Kill. All right, well, until he comes back, um, hold on a second. DJ Chill, you there? All right, Mister, I can't believe you said that. Yes, sir. How, how, can you answer? Can you answer that? How How would you take that? Would you Would you agree to being the guest speaker for that banquet? I can't do it. Uh, that's just me. I can't. I can't. Yeah, you know I mean, knowing that even <clears throat> even if you if they trying to succeed, I understand you. Like you said, you know, to to children, winning is everything, right? And and losing it kind of deflates them, but you got to crawl before you walk, right? I coached the squad. We you know we didn't win every the, the first two years like you. We I was coaching a basketball team. We lost the first two years. We didn't even make the playoffs. Didn't even make the playoffs. So they they was a little down. But the thing about it was my whole team participated, and they put their heart on the line. So they didn't win a chip, <coughs> didn't make it to the playoffs, but I took them all out to eat anyway. And I was like, the reason why y'all winners to me is because y'all went out there and y'all played y'all best and did everything that y'all had to do. Now, what we need to do is get together and we can work on our skills, you know, when the season isn't going. Them same, I had the same squad for three years. First two years, we didn't win again. We won maybe one or two games. It was about forfeit, right? But the games they actually played, they never won. That third year, they went undefeated and won a chip because they practiced together. They worked together. They started gelling together, and they wanted to succeed, and we did it under the rules. That's what made it so much better. We knew it was a couple players on the other squad that didn't belong there. They played high school ball, right? And I would be like this. I, I ain't say nothing. I wasn't going to throw them under the bus like, yo, I know the young boy play high school ball. I didn't say that. Because when I seen the young boy come out there, when we, when we was out there playing, the men was playing, I used to abuse him to let him know you're not ready for this yet. You got to grow a little more to, to play the game. So he took it out on somebody younger. But that third year, they still had them same ringers on their squad, and they lost every game. It's more important to win the right way. It's just like uh, with track, track and field. All these, you know, you out there running, you giving your, your all running, and you keep losing to this guy, but you know this guy's doping. You know he's shooting up. You know what I mean? He uses steroids, male uh, enhancements. You know what I mean? Horf, horse growth hormones. How all of a sudden, um, what's his name? What's, what's they call him, the great American sprinter, Carl Lewis? How are you 30 years old all of a sudden now you need, you need braces? Your mouth's starting to protrude out. Your teeth are sticking out. If you ain't need braces all your life, now all of a sudden you need braces. I don't feel I don't I, I wouldn't do it. And even if I well, put me... a team in, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You know, if I put a team in and I and I turned around and I found out everybody else got ringers 
on there on a squad but me. And you want you expect my kids to go out there and compete. We out there doing we, what we can do, but we getting blown out. At halftime, I'm not gonna let my I'm not gonna embarrass them kids like that because they already walking around with their heads hung low. I don't want that. Hold your head high. Wow. I hear that. Now, now watch this. Lady T, let me ask you. Would you be the guest speaker? <clears throat> now, I, you, you spoke a lot in detail about the situation. So you're stating that you were the coach, and I remember you telling me about that. Now there's a new coach. The team is winning, and they want you to come speak for the engagement that they're having? For the banquet, yes. But okay. here's the thing. The coach, the new coach is a 16-year-old. No, he's like 16 or 17 years old. You know I mean, um, the team is really running themselves. You know what I mean? They're actually arguing with him out on the field from what I'm hearing. Like, but um, we were losing the last couple mm-hmm. of years, and now they're winning. But they have players that's 16 playing on a 14 and under league. You know what I'm saying? Got you. Do you speak at that banquet? How do you take that? Do you take that as an honor, or do you take that as a ha 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 ha? ha we winning. No, I take it as an honor because me, I always, always try to find the glass half full as opposed to empty. For me to come back, in all reality, they'd be like, you know, my mom asked me to open up a, a jar or whatever, and I've been twisting and twisting and twisting and twisting, and she go take that jar and immediately open it. And I know my nickname is Trunch, so I'm pretty strong. So, so you know, then I'd be like, well, you know, I always say, well, I helped you. You know, I'm the one who loosened it up. So for me, if someone was to actually come back, I would, I would, I would know, and I would realize that honestly, regardless of what happened, how it is right now, I, I buffeted this. I was an uh, asset to buffeting this team to be where they are right now. And had I still been here, I believe that they, they still, they would win because, because of the, you know, maybe the ratio of what you're saying. So I wouldn't um, count it as an aha. I would say, you know, I. I enjoy being a part of it, you know what I mean? And I'm glad to see success from, you know, the time that I had put in. It makes me feel like, you know, my work wasn't in vain, and I'm glad to see a championship, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, like shit, I'll take the – um the I'll take it. That was my – that's my trophy. You know what I mean? All these years I put into it, this one year, and y'all win? Yeah, that was me. Maybe, you know, sometimes yeah. dynamics need to change, you know, and it, it may not have – you. It, you, it's just it's it's not you. You know what I mean. Sometimes it's just the dynamic and, and how people receive whatever the case may be. But still, you got to know that the effort that you put in those in those years were effective. Like sincerely, it's it's up to you. It's up to you where where you feel like you did, you know, your part. If you feel like you did your part sufficient, and and you know they could have had wins if it was a different situation, then know that you still were effective. It just was that situation wasn't conducive for you know the win at that time. But different measures, now, and y'all winning. Now here, here's why I said watch that because I spoke to my homie earlier who son played for me, and he still plays for that team now, um, and. I love it when I hear a woman's perspective because I'm witnessed. I can't believe you said that. Like, no, not it. I'm cool on that. You know what I mean? But then, you know, my homie was like, she said, maybe that's what they need to hear. Maybe they need to hear about integrity. Maybe they need to hear about honor. 
Maybe they need to hear about respect. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing was, if I go speak at it and I know what I know, I can't effectively speak positively on it when I know you didn't rightfully earn it. Now, here's the kicker. Some of the players are saying, yo, I want my old coach back. Talking about me. You know, um, other players are happy because I didn't play with them. And even they say, some of the adults be like, yo, I wish Coach Self was still out here because a lot of this stuff going on wouldn't be going on. See, the players that's playing now couldn't play when I was coaching last year because they were too old, as they are now. And they know I wasn't going to go for that. You see what I'm saying? And even the young boy who's coaching them now, he was my junior coach. I let him, you know, coach under me and help me out. You know what I mean? When I was coaching, I was teaching. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I can go and speak at it like they're saying. I can and I'm strongly, this is where this topic came from because I'm really torn. Do I speak? Do I not speak? Do I speak because I do love these young boys and I know how hard they worked and played for me and I know they're happy to be winning, or do I not speak because at the same time I know as adults that know better and not doing better and got them thinking, believing, and they'll grow up thinking, that it's okay to cheat the beat. You see what I'm saying? So well, it's cheating because of there? the age. You saying like so? Are you saying right. because of the age difference if that that's a, a cheat? If it's a, if it's a 14 and under league, no 16 and 15 year olds should be playing. And then these that 16 and 15 year olds are extremely uh, 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 knowledgeable and experienced. They can ball. So I'm not surprised they're winning. And that's my point. You see what I'm saying? But my thing is to the adults. See, children are going to be children. They're going to do what you allow them to do. When they would come to me last year and be like, yo, let me put on a, let me put on a suit. Uh, uh, let me let me suit up, old self. You know what I mean? Y'all getting blew out right now. Let me let me suit up. No. I can't so do in that. all reality, <clears throat> you know, the lesson can it goes both ways. So even though there are 16-year-olds in it, you know, if we are talking about, you know, your purpose is to bring that aspect to it. So not going and speaking um, doesn't allow them to hear what you have to he- teach them. And so, you know, you also didn't realize that you gave yourself, you know, credit that you didn't realize, you know, to say that your junior coach is now coaching them that may also have an effect. That was your apprentice. You know what I mean? So you coach him as well. So if he's in the line now, what he received and what he's given to them is what you gave to him. So it's all, you know, that chain of effect still has your name on it. And so you still have to go and do your duty to speak what it is that you had, you know, instilled in them when you were coaching. So that that's the reason why. It, you know, regardless of what the adult's reason is, you know that they are children. So you have a duty to not fail them by not giving them the teaching that you have. So it's important that you go because it's not about the adults and the reason why they won or how they won it, this, that, and the third. Give them the encouragement to understand, you know, beyond the 16 or 17 year old, you guys are pushing it, you guys are doing it. And, you know, say it how we, however you need to say it to let them understand that, you know, it's about their talent and excelling in that and not the win. You know what I mean? That's your duty. So you really have wow. to go. You really have to go. Wow. Wow. 
And that's what I was told earlier by another female. And this is why this is why I love On Point Radio so much and the diversity <laughs> that we have with the females and the males because, you know, females bring a different perspective. Y'all bring that nurturing perspective where mm-hmm. we bring that tough love disciplinary perspective. Like, no, I mean, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say about that. Right. I don't really right. want to hear what I got to say. But then the females <laughs> are like, yeah, they do need to hear what you have to say. And the adults need to hear what you have to say as well. As well. You know what I'm saying? True. So I, I, I think I think I am going to go ahead and speak at it because I woke up to the text this morning and I was like, are you kidding me? That was my first honest, you know, uh, uh, thought process. Like, that was my feelings and emotions early in the morning. Like, really? Right. <laughs> like, y'all don't know. Y'all think I don't know. Like, I'm around the corner. Words spread fast. I mean, especially when you win it. And then when I hear the names of the players, and then I went out there one day on the field, and they were like, oh, Coach South. And the, the new coaches were looking at me like, who this dude? Mm-hmm. But the respect was still there. Yeah. Even the little guys yeah. came out. The little ones, the 10 and under, was like, Coach South, you coming back? You coaching us? And I was just like, wow, there's one little boy who's been asking me to coach him. He's only like 10 years old. He's been asking me to coach him since he was seven because I coached his older brother. You know what I mean? He couldn't wait to play for me. So when I took this year off, a lot of the children, you know, felt some type of way, like, oh, we're coached mm-hmm. off that. He's not coaching? Like, I abandoned mm-hmm. them. So I think on that note in itself, I need to go yeah. and speak to them. For you sure. know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm still not 100% sure, but, you know, my homie earlier and you yourself and listening to Mr. I can't believe he said that, you know, feeling the way I feel. I, I'm, I'm like, 80-20 with it now. Okay, well, okay. Well, I was 50-50. I mean, All maybe right. 75, 25. The other, the other I, 20% I, I'm, I'm will come from more. taking self out of the equation. You know what I mean? Like, it's a bigger purpose. You you have a bigger platform that you have to, you know, continue to abide by. You know what I mean? Your 360 on point, everything that you stand for. To, to go to to turn back, you know what I mean, with all of the, you know, all that you're saying, you know, you got to put that other 20% in and be all 100. And it's going to give, you know, it's going to give so much passion behind it and you never know what's to come of it. You will still be their coach. You may be their coach in a different way. You may have to go and give them influential speaking, you know, once a month to show, you know, give them that courage or whatever the case may be. You never know what your purpose is now, you know, but you obviously still have a purpose for them to even call regardless of the fact. Don't matter what the 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 reason of their reason is, the purpose in the universe is always trumps anything. So it was a reason beyond you know what I mean, you know any personal feelings or whatever the case may be. But that's good. Eighty twenty is good. We'll take that. We'll take eighty twenty. Yeah, because I, I got him that I did take it personal. I thought it was a ah ha ha we went it now come yeah, see. Nah. Yeah, I mean, like a slap. No, because they could have did that. The aha, we winning was there. They could have had somebody else speak. You would have heard about it just like you're hearing about it. Like, they didn't have to, you know what I mean, ask you. It could have still been aha on on so many different levels, you know what I mean? But it was like, yo, call this dude. Like, they probably hearing about you. You came out there. They seen you, like, mad respect. Like, yeah, bring him in. Like, we still hearing his name. Something ain't right or something is right. Come through. So, yeah. The lesson. The lesson in this <clears throat> is there's winning and losing. And and in all honesty, that's the absolute truth because 
the only thing worse than a sore loser is a sore winner. You know what I mean? Um, when you are losing, it does break your, your spirit a little bit. And it builds your character as well because it makes you try harder or it should. Sometimes it makes certain people give up. But some people try and fight that much harder. You know what I mean? Um, so let, let's, let's turn this table real quick. Mr. I can't believe he said that. I know you remember Margarita, the boxer. Yeah. And he was yeah. putting an extra hand rack, you know, in his pad, making his hands heavier when he was knocking everybody out. And and when he fought uh, 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 Miguel Cotto, it came out. And Cotto yeah. still won the fight, but it came out. Like, how far do you think people will go to win? Is winning that important? Yeah, well, you know, for even even before that, right, even before that fight, that's the reason why uh, one of the trainers, Panama Lewis, he got banned from boxing right. for life, right? He sat up here and he, he was taking the stuffing out of his fighter's glove, right? right? during the fight, and his fighter actually went to jail. He got banned from the sport, but his fighter, I forgot his name off the top of my head, but he went to jail because the kid died from the beating right. that he took. Now, I mean, come on. That's corny. That's real corny. You, 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 all right, it's bad enough. Once they, once they tape your hands, as a person that used to box, once they tape your hands, it's already heavy, right? right. Now, once they check it, if you were to spray water on there and let it dry, then put your glove on. That's like a cast under a glove. Right. Exactly. All right. Now it's going to get softer because your hand is going to sweat. But if it's right. if it's already dry, it takes more to um, re-wet it from your sweat. You have a cast on under under there. You know that's that, that's it's it's a disadvantage. And then what you got to understand is, like in sports now, with the CTE, right, how they're talking about, you know, the concussion syndrome and everything like that. They had a movie with Will Smith, concussion about it and all of that. Like the the football player that got found guilty of one murder and then they said he was not guilty of another, Aaron Hernandez from the New England Patriots. They said right. that he had he had it. Right. Yeah, I heard that too. Right. So now you think too. about it. Now you think about the heavy padding that comes on a football helmet. Right? It can come from it, it's a it's an effect that they say is starting to happen in Pop Warner leagues. From them playing Pop Warner high school football, college football, and then going into the pros. So a lot of contact, it is. Right. But if you can get it from that, what do you think you was what what do you think is happening to your brain when somebody is literally trying to punch you in your forehead? Right. you you know, um remember how you used to go to the store and it'd be that, you know, the corner the corner store, you know, North Philly, you know how we do it. And it'd be that one little, or you go to the bar, and it'd be like that one last pickle in the pickle jar, and it's moving around right. in there. That's how your brain moves in your skull 
if somebody if from repeatedly getting hit. That's with the reg that's with that's with everything being on the up and up. So when you putting plaster or, or putting extra wrap in there to make it even harder, you 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 you're out there purposely trying to kill that person. You remember right. um Ray Boom Boom Mancini? Yeah, right, back yeah, in the day, yeah. he fought the guy Duke Kim. They didn't stop the fight. His hands was regularly wrapped, but the referee should have stopped that fight. And then that kid right. died like a couple days later after the fight. They rushed him to the hospital. He wound up dying. If you if you're right. a boxing fan, you know Ray Boom Boom Mancini. He re- he didn't even really fight after that. He didn't have it in him. Right. That that breaks you. I mean, you, he like all right. I love the sport. But I killed a man. Right. Right. How many kids you 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 know some of these kids they they think the tackle you know and it's shout out to the good coaches out there that's really teaching these kids how to tackle. Keep your head up. Don't put your head down, dog. You gotta look to see where you're going. You see grown men in the NFL put their head down on a tackle, and then you see them lay there, and you see they limp. You see their arms and legs go limp. Because right. a knee, a knee, a knee, they did a helmet to helmet or a knee to helmet and it jerked their neck. You know what I mean? That, and, and sports, sport, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, all sports is dangerous, right? You know, and we love, we love them, you know. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'd rather watch a Pop Warner League than to watch the NFL because these new, this new generation – you can't hit the quarterback. You can't do this. You can't do that. Everything is a penalty. You can't celebrate. See, I like to see the young kids go out there because they're not playing for love. I mean, for the money. They're playing for love and respect. Okay. I take that over getting paid, getting paid money any day of the week. I'd rather have that, that kid that just wants, all right, well, you know, if I know if I go out there and I give it my all and I'm making a couple tackles, I can score a touchdown. You know what? Man, when I go to school on Monday, they're going to be talking about me. Or when I right. go home, my, my, my pop going to be proud of me. My mom going to be proud of me. You know what I mean? My coach, my other teammates is going to be proud of me because of the effort that I put out there. But how good can you feel about yourself if you're 16 knowing you're playing with a bunch of 14-year-olds? Yeah, they don't care. You know, kids going to be kids. As long as they're playing, as long as they're winning, they don't care. You know, it's the younger ones who are legally able to play. That's my concern because they get lost to that. Yeah, they're confused now because, yeah, we win it. So, yeah, we know certain players shouldn't be playing for us, but we're okay because we're winning right now. But, see, that starts to, you know, build a negative character within them. You know what I mean? Um, let's, 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 let's flip the script again. The casting couch. You know, that person who want to be in a video or that person who want to be in a movie. So they go on the casting couch and sleep with the director or the producer or whoever, you know, to get in that movie or to get in that video. Like, is winning that important? Is it that extreme that people will go to those extreme measures to do these things? 
compromise themselves? Like, how do you feel about that? Hey, that's, to some, is worth it. But one thing, and I mean, you know, Tony told you the best way. He said, listen, man, I only got two things in this world. That's my word and my balls, and I'm not breaking them for nobody. You have to set a standard for yourself. You know what I mean? How can you, how, you can lie to, not not saying the panel on the board, I'm just saying in general, you can lie to me all you want. You can lie to anybody that you meet, but how can you look at yourself in the mirror and think you really accomplished something or you think you it knowing that you did, you know, other things just to get ahead? You know what I mean? Right. And that's and that goes right. you know, now now I'm not telling the working people like, you know, if you got a boss out there or something like that, and y'all cool. Just cause you know you getting to work before them, because they come in at the last minute and may you might have stopped and got some coffee and you bought them a cup of coffee. That ain't gonna get you no raise. Right. I ain't talking about little things like that. I'm talking about all of a sudden now your boss having a problem now, you wanna go in there and rub rub your boss' shoulders. You know what I mean? You got a female boss. You talking about, oh, well, we need to get together after work, which don't ever do that because if you got, I'm sorry, if you ever sleep with somebody that's in a higher position than you and it goes south, your work will suffer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, I, I had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, you know what I, mean? I had that experience. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Shout out to the Philadelphia Stock Exchange down Market Street. I had that experience. You know what I mean? Once you cut them off, now all all of a sudden you're getting written up and all kind of nonsense. You know what I mean? And then, now, once, now with with like a person that's trying to get, like, I'm I'm sorry, I got to say it like this, a female that wants to get into the video world. Okay, if she does it, to get in this video, right? Now, of course, you want, she puts on a resume, yes, I was in this video, and it was directed by such and such. Well, the director may consider her, the new director may consider her, consider her. What did he do? He calls the old director. Yo, you had such and such. Oh, how was she on the set? Man, I don't know. You know, she came and did a private session for me, and uh, that's how she got in there. Oh, word? Okay, that's what's up. Now, when he go to interviewer, right. he looking for that. Now, right. do you want to be known? Because you know it's going to come out eventually. As a woman, right. do you want to be known for that? Or do you want to, you know what I mean, be known that your choreography is on point, right? Or, or your, you know, whatever dance that you do is really on point, and that's why you got the job. What, rather than you having, uh, getting the Golden Kneecap Award. You know what I mean? Come on. You, you uh, got yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I Don't get me wrong. I know there's some people out here that they believe that's how they got to get ahead and they got to do this for their family. No, you don't. If you work hard, right, and get knowledge of self and knowledge of the creator, you don't have to do those things. You can so what about the stripper? What what about the stripper who who stripping because she had a baby 
and she's trying to feed that baby. So, you know, she's trying to get money, however she can get money, but she goes to be a stripper and she winning now. What's your take well, on she, that? Is that a bad see, thing? It's, it's a difference now. We all know that. There's a difference, right? You can be a stripper. You know what I mean? You know, I love the strippers. Shout out to the strippers, you know. Shout out to all the strippers, just to be. You know what I mean? It's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But now when you start when you start conducting other business to be winning, that's where you're compromising yourself. Outside you know of the Right. Or when, you know, you're sneaking them in the back and doing this, that, and the third for a couple extra $100. Sweetheart. Right. You much more than a couple hundred dollars, period. You know what I mean? You, you, are, you are a queen in your own right, and don't ever compromise your crown for a couple of dollars. Word. I'm going to go into this track right here, man, and we're going to come back, and then when we come back, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about winning, but we're going to talk about, you know, some kind of affairs that's pissing us off right now. You know what I mean? That's the other thing uh, I, we wanted to do tonight is talk about some current affairs that's pretty much pissing us all off or pissing, you know, each individual off. But let's get into this track right here, man. Let's see what, what, what we're going to do. Every time I jump up in the 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We back. We back. We back. All right. So, Mister, I can't believe you said that. I don't know where DJ Chill went at, but uh, I was hoping he could come back because I, I would like his input on this too. But what about relationships? You know how somebody's always complaining about money, so they want to go find somebody that's winning and don't know what that comes with. Talk to me, bruh. You know what I mean? That woman was like, dude, you don't do nothing for me. You ain't got nothing. I need somebody who could do something for me. I need somebody, you know what I mean? Talk to me. What about that? I need a ball. I need somebody that's winning. See, that's one of the problems that, that plagues our society, right? Because, right, as a man, we don't want to be uh, just a, tick, a meal ticket or a paycheck to the women. But right. when we go out, we want to floss all the money that we have, okay? Women, they don't want to be objectified by their bodies, but a lot of times when they go out and they hear certain people are going to be at certain spots, they got on the tightest thing imaginable. So we contradict exactly what we say, all right? Now you want to turn around, all right, to the ladies. If that man was holding you down, you know what I mean? You know, first of all, you 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 got to have your own, right? You shouldn't be looking for nobody to take care of you. You should be out. Uh, what's what's this new thing they say? Uh, you should be out there getting your own bag. You know, I'm old. I don't know nothing about this stuff right here. But I, get your own money. You know what I mean? You shouldn't like. I I got daughters. I teach my daughters. You go get your own. Right? You don't need nobody to do anything for you because you can do for yourself. Now, if they want to help, that's a plus. But watch who helps you, right? If this man was working and holding you down and, and doing all that he could do for the, for the house, for the family and everything, he loses his job or he hit a rough patch. You can't downgrade that man for that. Right. How you, why, why won't you go out here and get a job? You know, just like women say they don't want a dude when they go out and work, they don't want a man just to be sitting around laying on the couch playing video games all day, and then when she come home, he she got to cook and clean and do laundry. Well, shit, a man don't want to go to work all day and come home and got to make himself something to eat. Or he got to wash his own clothes and and and, or, and take care of the house. It's got to you got to work together. You know what I mean? We we got to understand that if you want to be if you want to be in a relationship. Stop looking at the monetary gains. Don't get into a relationship, oh, he got money. I'm alive with him, all right? Don't, don't be sitting there and saying, all right, your man, he might work a nine to five. You're getting a lot of the things that you need, some of the things that you want. Now you're looking at that boy over there that don't work, but you know he got bread, so you want to so-called upgrade yourself so you can get more things. Well, be careful what you think you upgrading to because it might be a situation where this man do everything for you and he'll take the fact, oh, she got a headache, it's cool, I'm going to just go to sleep, I'm going to go to work tomorrow. But when that dude footing, he footing everything and you ain't doing nothing, he ain't trying to hear you got a headache. To him, you're a piece of property. He owns you. He takes care of you and your kids. Think about that. Right. Don't put yourself in compromising right. positions. 
if you can't do it, then don't do it from the beginning. I respect that a whole lot better. But then when y'all turn around and be like, oh, because I got it like that, act like y'all balling. And then, you know, we done got used to you doing something like paying a car new or something like that. And then when, you know, this stops, like instead of y'all saying, well, you know what? I ran into a financial difficulty, babe. I just wanted to sit you down and let you understand that. Okay. All right. I'm going to tighten up my tool belt. That means that I might not be seeing you as much because I'm going to put some extra time will work, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, y'all don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Oh, you ain't spending no time. Well, Who the other niggas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then, instead of y'all, huh? Maybe, I, maybe, how can you say that? Maybe when I was doing that, I just want a taste. So I had some taste money. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe I just, I had a good job. Maybe I lost my job somewhere in that process. Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, what come on, you can't say that, was it, right? Good morning. All righty. 
That's how I like it. All right, wake me up like that. Now, we can't even get to put to sleep. Y'all can't put up to sleep, then it's all bad, but I have a rough day. Okay. We hey, all hey, 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 Get started because you know Bernie Mac said, Listen, he said, he said, he said, three minutes. That's all you're gonna get. That's all I got. Three minutes. That's a heavyweight championship round. And you just see some people get knocked out in the first goddamn round. Nobody got time to be there all night long pumping my ass on you, hollering, shut up and bust a nut so we can go to sleep. <laughs> Being funny, if you if you if you know if ladies, if you know your man, if you know he he quick shooter, start the festivities with, before you get there. Help him out, get it together, be almost there. So when he get there, he you know stroke his ego, right? Then maybe he might oh, be able to last a little longer. Hey, listen, he might be he might he might do something special for you. He might he might. <laughs> Listen, he might he might take you out there. Now, see, you know, I'm I'm a hit, I'm I'm going below the belt right here. You know what I mean? He might come in there and say, "Babe, let's go to the flea market. I got this two hundred dollars extra." Why you gotta say? Why you had to say two hundred at the flea market? I'm I, you know right. I'm I'm ready. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, but it's just what what I said earlier was. Men, we go out here, when we go out with our homies, we want to flash all our money. Then we get mad if a woman is attracted to us just for the money. Women go out here, and they wear the most revealing outfits that they can find, but then get mad because a man is just checking out our body. You know what I mean? We got we to gotta, we gotta find a happy medium. Go out, be modest, do what you got to do. If a person is attracted to you, they're attracted to you. Not what you have, and not your assets, literally. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. rough out here. It's hard. It's hard out here. You know what I mean? But you got to do what you got to do. And you know, it's it's. I'm sorry. It's some dudes out here that don't work, right? That if your woman don't work and she's seeing this dude all day, he lounging around, but he getting bread. The the working man don't get the same respect that he used to anymore. You know what I mean? You, you know, and and sometimes now, just to keep your woman happy, you got to go to work from nine to five, and then from six to whenever. But it depends on the individual, because see, to me, a girl is impressed by a man's money. A woman is not impressed by a man's money because she's a woman and she can get her own money. Well, 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 well real quick, you know. Just, just touching on what you just said, you're absolutely right. Because when you go to do the nine to five, and then you got to do a six to twelve, you know and I mean, she on the phone with some other dude because now you ain't giving her enough time. How about that? Yeah. One? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you get too much. Now you get too much. Now you ain't uh-huh. got time for her. 
Come on, we can't win for losing. You better go ahead with this stuff, Wonder Dre. Don't come over and call me that bullshit. And then when you and the, and then when you ask her who that, she oh, this is just a friend. Hey. Oh, oh, wait, wait. this is my game. Just a friend. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I got a song that I want to dedicate to you and the ladies. You know what I mean? Who wins? <laughs> All right. All right. You and the ladies who win it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lil Wayne and them was on there. I need a soldier. 
what's some of the things that's going on now out here in current affairs that's pissing y'all off? For me, one of the things that's pissing me off right now is the fact they put the word John in the dictionary. You know what I'm saying? Because now I see what y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to decode. We got Morris Cole going on over here, y'all. We got to stop letting them, you know, decode, crack our codes and giving them our codes. Like, we can't be letting them. See, it started with that fact. Once they put P-H-A-T in the dictionary, it just went all haywire after that. Now, every word we say, every lingo we come up with, they add in the dictionary so they can decode our lingo, man. We got to go back to talking pig Latin or something. Like, what's pissing y'all off? Um, um, I can't really say. I don't, like, look, I'm, like, current events. Like, that word is so, such a word that I try to stay away from. So to try to figure out what's bothering me in it is, like, ooh. But I will say the conversation that you enlightened me on with regards to um, the people who are in Congress, their family members being afforded the opportunity to not have to pay for anything, loan, school, anything. So, I mean, that kind of, that, that bothered me a lot because, um, you know, it's, it costs a lot to get an education. And, is, and even in for, for many of the minorities, paying to get an education, the, the reciprocity even in how much you take out for loans and all of that, it, it doesn't even, it doesn't calculate. You know what I mean? People are paying or going to work just to pay off school, you know, not even in, enjoying the degree that they got because it's like, oh, that degree came with a major price. So I think that right there is something that kind of has had me a little bothered with um, the, the current affairs. Wow. Yeah, that bothers me too. And, and it's funny you mentioned that because I, I told my daughter, both of my daughters on the ride home yesterday from school, I had them read the uh, birth certificate thing. I pulled their birth certificates out. I put both of them in their hands. You know what I mean? And I, <laughs> I told them to look at the back. Showed them the red number, you know what I mean? And uh, I told them what that red number meant. So when my daughter read it, she was like, hold up. What they mean, bored us? <laughs> what, the, what they mean, a bank bored us when we were born? You know, and that's something hard to try and explain to a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old. But the reality is, you know, they, they got to know it because it affects them. It affects them. So I'm glad you brought that up. You know what I mean? Wonder Jay, what's pissing you sure. off about current affairs right now? Um, hmm. Wow. Oh, my God, think about that one. Come back to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. I know something that's pissing you off of current affairs right now. I know it is. Well, the thing that's pissing me off is that we 49 and 0 on Sundays, and people still think they win it. See, that's what's pissing me off on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh, that's sad. No, actually. Uh... <laughs> that's funny. Well, the thing that's really pissing me off is, like, this, this, this bullshit with this Las Vegas shooting. Right. Only reason right. why I was getting so much press and notoriety because it was a country music festival, and America wants to 
oh, we need to pray for Las Vegas. What about my brothers and sisters that's in Puerto Rico? Do you get more outcry from a, a shooting in Las Vegas than you did for the hurricane that hit Houston, the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico and Haiti, Jamaica, and in these islands? You know what I mean? But you worried about because don't get me wrong, every life, any life lost is a precious life. Period. But that's it's like they always trying to one up something, right? Now you look right. at right. you look at <coughs> listen, everybody, everybody that's in this era, in our era, we already look at uh, uh, the former President Bush as a dickhead. I don't know anybody that would dispute that. But even he had, even he had enough decency to go to whatever. If a disaster happened, to shake hands and to be hands on with the people. Did you see this fool down there? Like he's shooting baskets. He don't want to touch the people. He's throwing them paper towels throwing the and, tissue, and, yeah, yeah. and tissue at them. Come on, come on. How disrespectful is that? Very. You know what I mean? You you run it, but you talk. And then he want to get on the. First of all, they should. They, he should be banned from Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah you got right. too much. You got too much time. <laughs> you got too much time on your hands. Yeah, right. You up here tweeting. <laughs> you supposed to be a leader of this country, and you sit up here tweeting everything that happened, right? You so against uh, foreign policies and 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 illegal immigrants coming into the country. Well, if the illegal immigrants wouldn't have came into this country, your ass would have never got married because all of your wives was illegals. <laughs> hey, none of them American. Not, not near another, you heard me. Don't nobody say that near another like you, Powder. Not near another was from America. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, but you know what I mean? It's just that, and I understand this, right? We over there fighting a war that has nothing to do with us, right? But those veterans that's over there fighting a war, when they come back, they get treated like shit. Mm-hmm. They want to talk about people disrespecting the flag by taking a knee. First of all, flag isn't supposed to be stretched out vertically. It's only supposed to be, uh, no, not it's, it's supposed to be flown vertically, not stretched out horizontally. That's disrespecting the flag. Flag codes, look it up. If you fold the flag, flag's not supposed to be on any apparel, plates, shirts, n- napkins, none of that. Anything that can be bought and sold is not supposed to be on there or perishable. But they want to talk about, oh, they disrespecting the flag. Well, up until 2009, they never even played the national anthem at a football game. When they did do it, the players were still in the locker rooms. They never had to be on the field for that. So make up your mind. These people out here, you, 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 you talk of schematics, but there's people out here dying on our streets. It's veterans that come home from these wars that are so traumatized from the things that they had to do to survive, and you don't give them shit. Step up for that. Wow. I'm glad you mentioned that because what's pissing me off about that? First of all, I'm pissed off that people 
is giving this thing so much damn attention and acting like they surprised with Trump antics. I'm pissed off about that. And then on the flip side of that, like, I'm pissed off that with this Vegas shooting, that they're trying to find a way to implicate implicate the girlfriend and charge her with something. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Leave that Filipino woman alone. She ain't do nothing to that man. Everything he, he she got, he gave her. She ain't got a... And so what if she knew he had 35 guns? That ain't her business. He ain't using them on her. He ain't threatening her with him. Why she got to tell y'all he got 35 guns? Pretty much. Like, first of all, if you're going in gun shops and buying these guns, that should be a red flag. And this is the thing that makes me realize this is bullshit. There's some, there's some bullshit to this story. First of all, how convenient it was. While Trump was being blasted for his stands about the NFL, for his handling of Puerto Rico, all of a sudden this happened. So is this a situation? Like when he went down there and he went to the hospital, if you look at that, that picture, the hospital, why would they have a blue, a red, and a blue banner hanging up right behind him? That was set up. It was all set the hell up. Like, come on, man. And then if you look at any of the video of the shooting and what happened, it was like everybody's moving in slow motion. It was like a movie, and they was directing people to run. Like, you know, when you were at a TV show, we went to 106 and Park one time when, when I was in college. And, and, and they had the little light come on and say applause, and that's when everybody clapped. Like, get the hell out of here with that. <laughs> All right, y'all, run, y'all. Now run. And people moving in slow motion. Some people just sitting right there in one spot kneeling, calm as hell. Like, it's, it's so much bullshit to this. How come we don't see a body? He shot it. He killed himself. Now they talk about this possible as a possibility of a second shooter. Like, come on, man. Y'all trying to really drag this out that long and prolong this bullshit? Like, you really trying to play on your own people emotion like that to make them patriotic? You're more like idiotic. I thought it. See what you did, Mister. I can't believe you said that. I was trying to chill off of that Vegas bullshit. If you look at the video closely, just 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 pull it up on the tube and look at the video closely. The shots are not coming down; they're going up. I'm just saying. I I, I graduated school for technology, so it don't take nothing for you to from for me to think. You know, you put a video on, put it on silent, and add your sound effects to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. I done watch newscasters try and act like they over in Iraq. And, nigga, that's a green room, and you got Iraq playing in the background, and you in the green room. I know how this works. Y'all can't fool me with this dumb shit. Y'all can fool your own people with that dumb shit because they dumb as hell and going to fall for that patriotic bullshit. But if you really pay attention... Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, I'm really still talking about that shit. Like, how about how about this one? How about this one? If he fired so many rounds from his so-called, you know, hotel room, how come there was no, not one shell landed in the room? And and not only that. (laughs) Not only that. Not only that. But how come if fifty nine people died, we ain't seen not one white one, one white cover over a body? 
Nope. This remind me of Sandy Hook all over mm-hmm. again. You ain't mm-hmm. seen no bodies in Sandy Hook. Come on, man. Like this, yo, they got to be some of the dumbest motherfuckers on the face of this earth if they believe in this bullshit. Now, if they're, like like we said earlier, if there are anybody, uh, any lives that were really lost in this whole thing, it's sad and tragic. And my condolences to the, anybody's family who lost my. But come on, man. It's 9 11, it's Sandy Hook. All of these American th- and, and all of these things seem staged to me. And if you ever look at the interviews of these people talking, there's no emotion in none of them. No tears, no emotion, no nothing. That's how it is. I don't know, man. In the words of Mister, I can't believe he said that. White people, y'all got to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have to believe and know what to believe and what not to believe. Like, stop letting y'all people play with y'all heads, man. That's why y'all messed up. (laughs) But you think about it, in 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 that word believe, isn't it a lie in there? It sure is. (laughs) I got that for you. That's that that wordsmith thing right there. And every you believe that if you want to, but it's a lie in the middle of it. Watch it. Mm. Sure is. Wow. Sure is. Look, I put, I look, I didn't put one bread on something. One bread. One bread. Yeah. But you know, no, nah, like we really gotta, we gotta do better, cause you know. We, we we believe in we uh, and our people falling victim to it as well. Oh yeah, really? but they, they want they, now they want us to be sympathetic. When I say us, anybody with melanin in their skin, they want people to be sympathetic about what happened in Las Vegas, right? But all that we asking was we we got people dying every single day, children missing, right? Right. Poor little poor little Kanika Jenkins hadn't gotten justice yet. And they bear, they put this young girl in the ground. You still don't know what's going on. And now they dragging their feet on that. You don't even hear about that no more. No. Nope. No, it's always the next big thing in the news. Of course. Right? right? So they moved on to the next big story. But they said, oh, the country should have heavy hearts for what happened in Las Vegas. Well, where was the people at talking about they should have heavy hearts for what supposedly happened in Charlottesville? Right. What what happens in the you know around America to people with melanin in their skin every single day? How many how many of us have to die for America to have a heavy heart for that? They'll never have one because they don't give a shit. Yeah, they they hearts don't get heavy, man. They hearts don't get heavy at all. But you know, I, I'm gonna say this before we close out the show, man. Everybody, you know, give your last words. Tell the people how to follow y'all. Yeah, I mean, when they can hear y'all. Wonder Bread, say what she mad at. Tell them why you mad, Wonder Bread. Tell them why you mad. Oh yeah, that's right. We were supposed to come back to you, Wonder Bread. You mad because King Bread taking control? No, I'm mad because y'all think y'all gonna take over Sunday nights at eight (laughs) 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 o'clock. Disgusting men (laughs) instead of the distinguished men, disgusting men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm mad about. And the fact that y'all don't 
some valid points about how y'all be trying to front. Stop fronting. Ladies, mm. if you got wait, a man that's going to front wait. and he whining and dining, he's going to change. Don't believe the hype. Wait, 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 wait. Wonder Dre, you said something earlier? I did. I did. <laughs> oh, 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 you ain't hear me? <laughs> Do I need to repeat myself? <laughs> oh, man. No, you ain't got to repeat yourself. You ain't got to repeat yourself. It's cool. We ain't trying to hear that mess stuff no more. You know, you're, you're, um, you're, 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 you're better as. You know what I mean? Look, look, look. Listen, ain't you engaged? Ain't you about to do it again for the fifth time? Like, go ahead yeah. with yourself. You gonna get it like one of these times? Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I know. I know. I just play. I just play. But, um, oh, no. I think we heard. I think we heard DJ Chill somewhere, man. It, it, it sound like he just woke up in the coffin. Like, what's up, man? Please, uh, <laughs> Is that like, him? We, we, we've been calling oh, on you all night, dude. Oh. What's up? I'm tired. He, had them, he was eating them ramen noodles again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people, thanks for, yes, yes, there you go. Um, well, I know yeah. he's sick. He ain't get, he ain't get hype on that. I know he's sick for real. See, these are the yeah. things that happens when you've been going out with a French pig. Watch out now. What's pissing you off, DJ Chad? What's pissing you off in that? And the current affair department. Black people don't be able to stand up. Black people got to be able to stand up. Stand Black up people not being able to stand up. Oh, not being it. Why are they not able to stand up? What's wrong with their legs? Some are they broken? What? What happened? They're not being treated fairly. She's being treated like crap. Oh. Come on, man. Really? We been with that. So, so what, what, what do you suggest in that situation? What should we do? Start thinking of something. You said start thinking of something. Changing the game. Start thinking before you talk. Changing the game. Start thinking before you talk. And that's okay. Yeah. Mm, that's going to help us stand up. No, you black man start to think we get amazing things done. Look, we're having all the ventures. Yeah, I'm going to need Keep you to go to sleep and wake back up over again because I can't make out what you're saying, man. Right. <laughs> I'm really trying to make out what you're saying, but you know, I think I got it. I think I well, got people, it. You know. Yeah. So, well, people, thanks for the show. We had a great show. Hey. Oh. Yeah, don't don't do that, one, Dre. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Do not give him nothing to feed off of, yo. Don't do that. Do not give him no soul. No pity. No, 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 no. no. 
sound like a little oh, sad. I'm used to that. I'm used to him being all angsty. Oh. Listen, people out there in Radio Land, first of all, as always, I want to thank my host, uh, our host, you know, for the round table, one to Jay, Miss Lady T up in the building. Miss Doc Campbell, you said that DJ Chill tells from the clip. And, you know, <laughs> this, this Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point, man, it's just table talk. Know this, man. Winning comes with a price and a high cost. Don't compromise your integrity, your character, your your values, and your morals just to win. If you won't win, win decently, win honestly, win fair and square, win with a fair shape. You know what I'm saying? That's how you truly become a winner. And every loser is not a winner, and every winner is is not a winner. You know what I mean? So just keep some of these things in mind, man, and, you know, think, as DJ Chill just said, before you act. He said speak, but I'm going to say act. You know, before you take that next step. And I want to thank Lady T for her encouraging words who actually had me consider speaking at the banquet for my my football team. Um, I'm going to look at it as an honor, as she and another female homie of mine said. I'm going to look at it as an honor, and I'm going to actually, I think I'm going to probably most likely go and speak at it. Um, Again, not certain. Not sure, but it's a strong possibility. You know what I mean? But, again, I want to thank my host. I want to thank all the listeners that were on. Um, we thank y'all, and we're just going to go out like this. One to drink. Yeah. You on point? I'm always on point. Word. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.